Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, listeners on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Rick, and I am the host of Caller Prep Board. And Caller Prep Board, we're broadcasting in from Sacramento County, California. It's about 5 a.m. on the West Coast and uh, 8 a.m. on the East Coast. And uh, for those who are first-time listeners at uh, Caller Prep Board, Caller Prep Board was started um, after a friend of mine that I uh, listened to on the radio here in Sacramento. Every morning he used to say, now let's look at what's on the Caller Prep Board. And I said, interesting. So I can't use the Caller Prep Board for the same reasons uh, my Hispanic friend was using it, so I decided to use it on Blog Talk Radio to help small business owners improve their sales production and sales uh, performance. So if you are a small business owner, and let me quickly go through the list, attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers, um, restaurants, boutique shops, hairstylists, estheticians, tattoo shops, CEOs of medical groups, home builders, HVAC uh, business owners, roofing companies, and plumbers. If you're one of these types of businesses, or if I didn't mention you, I have a default um, section for all businesses that I did not list, then this podcast episode, this broadcast on Blog Talk Radio may be just for you. Now, let me also say that if you have a sales-related question, and that question should be a front-end question. A front-end question is mainly a question about how to find customers and how to make sure that you get the business. Um, the front-end section is different than the back-end. The back-end work with your business is how do you bake the cake? Uh, how do you represent your client in court effectively? How do you do the tummy tuck? You know, what life insurance policy is great for this person? That's the back-end things. The back-end um, sales activities or functions are the activities where you went to school to learn what you know how to do. When you pass the bar, that great university, and now you're in practice, that's the back-end uh, uh, activity. When you graduated from dental school and you now you now you are now you are a practicing dentist, those are the back end activities. Uh, once the person says they want to buy a house or list their house, and they have decided to work with you, that is that is a back end activity to get that home sold. So if you have a question, a sales related question on front end activities, you can call in at five one five. Six zero five nine seven three two, and let us hear what your sales uh, challenge is, and I will talk about it for sixty seconds. If you need more in-depth um, training on this subject, uh, my company three two one biz dev LLC at three two one biz dot com 
we have several ways we can help you. Uh, probably the the best way uh, for you to try what we're doing, but you know, still be a client, is let us do a podcast interview with you. A 25-minute podcast interview where you can talk about your company, you can talk about how you got started in your business, um, and we will give you more time as a advertisement for 25 minutes than big city radio stations that may charge you thousands of dollars for 30 second clips. That's right, you know, five thousand dollars for 30 second clips. Just on a side note, when I'm done with this um, blog talk radio broadcast I have about probably 30 companies to call uh, throughout the United States uh, some plastic surgeons some dentists and boy the dentists I need to I need to step up my game to work with them or step up my activity to call them so I can work with them because right now they're getting brutalized by all types of stuff going on in the economy and I recommend that people listen to the 321 Biz Development Podcast that is featured on 18 podcast platforms from Spotify to Pandora, iTunes, Google Cast, what else is out there, uh, iHeartRadio. Check out today's podcast episode about dentists that will be uploaded in about uh, probably about 90 minutes from now. So today's broadcast on Blog Talk Radio on the caller prep board is about setting appointments, the third of the five front-end sales activities. So this week, I've done the, the first and the second uh, front-end sales activity activities. I've done contacting, which was, I think, Monday, and then I did prospecting Tuesday and today we are talking about the third of the five front-end sales activities which is setting appointments now the fourth of the five front-end sales activity is called closing and please do not miss that one I I'll probably do that one tomorrow on Friday and don't miss the last one, the, the fifth of the five front-end sales activities, which is how to get zero-cost referrals. Now, I'm not going to spell it out uh, in great detail because I don't have enough time. Uh, 321BizDev LLC offers sales system training and business development services for small business owners. And we, we break up the small business owners into two groups. Uh, the first group is the white-collar small business owner, and those are business owners that have um, you know, law degrees, dental degrees, CPA certifications, uh, medical degrees, uh, insurance uh, licenses, and real estate licenses. Then the second group of small business owners are the business owners like restaurant owners, boutique shops, uh, hairstylists, estheticians, uh, medical group CEOs plumbers, uh, home builders, and the ones I may have not mentioned. So for setting appointments, that's a very interesting one. Uh, most people think, 
that maybe setting appointments is the easiest. And it, it is relatively easier than contacting someone in a face-to-face setting or picking up the phone to contact someone in a B2B setting. So contacting and prospecting are more challenging than setting appointments. But setting appointments also has you know, some, some hurdles that, needs, that need to be crossed. And for setting appointments, what does that mean? That means, you know, if you go through the contacting and the prospecting phases, setting appointments means that now it's time to um, ask for a 20-minute, a 30-minute appointment to see if what you believe is a good fit. So let me walk people back through the contacting phase real quick. Okay, contacting simply means that you are introducing yourself in some way. You're introducing yourself as a small business owner uh, out in public or it's over the phone. And contacting uh, primarily is a face-to-face activity. Of course, you can do it over the phone, but over the phone is a combination of contacting and prospecting. And just, you know, realize the facts. If you're picking up the phone to call someone, you're not going to call them and say, hey, my name is Bruce. Hey, thanks for taking my call. (laughs) See you later. No, you're going to call the person and say, hey, my name is Bruce. I'm with XYZ Company. The reason why I'm calling you is for this reason. So B2B is more of a combination of contacting and prospecting. And face-to-face settings is primarily a, a contacting face. It's all by itself until you are ready to take that face-to-face setting to the prospecting phase. So the setting appointment phase, again, is a time for the small business owner and that person that you just met in a face-to-face setting, or if you are in a B2B phone call session, that's the time for you to ask for the appointment. And... So this broadcast is primarily for the face-to-face type because the B2B type is a little different even though it is asking for the appointment and it takes a lot more time to uh, talk about the B2B um, prospecting over the phone. That's That's a course within itself. And just to let people know, I am a Fortune 500 sales manager. I worked as vice president for a health insurance company in Los Angeles and and in Sacramento. I have 12 years of corporate experience. And so I started my company, 321BizDev, for the purposes of of transferring uh, information that I got and uh, experience that I I achieved in corporate America and and transferring that information to the small business owners where – I would say 99% of small business owners um, do not, did not have that type of training and experience to master the five front-end sales activities. So back to setting appointments. And again, if you have a, a sales question that you want to ask, the telephone number is 515-605-9732. 
and uh, I will take your call and, and, and listen to it and then give you a 60-second response based on the question that you asked. So setting appointments in a face-to-face setting. So I will use, let's see, I will use the attorney because attorneys, I think they may need it the most. Um, here in Northern California, when you drive down the uh, interstate, there are so many attorney law firm billboard ads. I would love to be in the billboard, billboard advertisement business. Man, they must be making a killing. And uh, so appointment setting for attorneys, let me just describe, because I can do attorneys pretty pretty quickly. Their, their business in terms of contacting and the five front-end sales activities, it's pretty easy to explain over the phone, even though it's more in-depth. It requires more in-depth training. So let me give you the scenario. If I were an attorney, okay, so I am an attorney. I passed the bar. And I have an office, uh, or maybe I work out of my home, which a lot of attorneys are starting to do. But let's say I have an office, and I'm out and about. And for attorneys, there's a saying that I came up with. I'm not sure if the attorneys are using it. I'm almost sure that they're thinking about this phrase that I'm about to tell you. But for attorneys, it's like no one needs an attorney until they need an attorney. So just think about that. You're a consumer, and the last thing that's on your mind is you know, talking to an attorney. I mean, you're thinking about which restaurant you're going to go to next. You're thinking about uh, maybe a movie. You're thinking about what, what can you buy for your children or what can you buy for your spouse. Um, what lawn work needs to be done at your house if you own a house with a lawn. So the, so the last thing you're thinking about is an attorney. Never crosses your mind. You see the billboards. You don't remember the number. You don't remember the name. You just see these billboards, especially here in California and in Georgia and in Florida, especially Florida. Oh, man, Florida. So all of a sudden you have a need for an attorney, and let's say it's an urgent need. Let's say it's a personal injury need. So you know that something was done, something wrong was done to you. You got hit, and maybe you have some um, some some things to recover in terms of loss of income, uh, your vehicle. Maybe maybe you have some medical issues uh, based on the accident. So now you're scrambling to find an attorney. And if you don't know one, then most people go to the Internet. Maybe they remember the, they remember the person's name they saw. Okay? Um, <laughs> maybe they get in their car and they drive to see the name that they could not remember at home. Maybe they saw the attorney on television for about 30 seconds. And um, so that's, that's the scenario where a lot of people uh, find themselves when they need an, an attorney. So what I, what I recommend the attorneys do, and this is the contacting part in terms of um, 
you know, finding people, and then we'll, we'll talk about the setting appointment part. But the contacting part, if I were an attorney, I would make a goal to reach out to at least 100 people in face-to-face settings every month, at least. And I would order like 5,000 business cards. And I would talk to people about my law practice. I wouldn't just walk up to them and start talking about uh, the law practice. I would go through the contacting training that 321BizDev um, provides, 321BizDev.com provides. And again, if you have a phone call, I'm sorry, if you have a question that you want to talk about on the show, the number is 515-605-9732. You pose the question, I'll give you a 60-second response. So with the business cards, I would talk to the people about, about, the, about themselves, then tell them that I am a local attorney, and here's my business card. And what I would do is ask the people for their contact information. I mean, think about this. I mean, some small business owners have so much power, and they don't even know it. If I were an attorney, I would let everyone know that I am an attorney because attorneys are powerful. Um, it's a powerful industry. I mean, they know the law. They know how state laws are written. They know how you know insurance policies or insurance companies work. When there's an accident, they know what a person's rights are in various legal situations. Everyone should know an attorney. Uh, and, and but you know they don't, so that means the attorneys must know all the people. That's my logic. So the attorneys need to enter the people's names, phone numbers, and email address they just met, and then maybe once a month send people some type of newsletter. Uh, if it's not uh, via snail mail, send it via email. So when that one person or several people need an attorney, the attorney, the attorney's name will be very um, will be at the top of their mind. So just imagine, you are an attorney, and the first month, second month, now you're now you have 200 people in your database. I would say statistically, once you get to like 300, 400 people in your database. Somebody is going to need your services as an attorney, and if that one somebody out of 400 people do not need your legal services, those 400 people probably know 4,000 people. So Joan, you didn't you didn't meet Joan, but Joan knows Ralph, whom you met, and Joan asked Ralph, "Hey Ralph." I need an attorney for a, a certain situation. Who do you know? Then Ralph says, Mark sends me a newsletter via email every month. And I met Mark in person. Mark's a nice guy. He is a, an estate planning attorney. He is a medical malpractice attorney. Mark is a criminal defense attorney. And Joan says, great, I was scrambling trying to find 
someone to call, but I just didn't know who to call. There's many people out there to call, and I didn't know. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, what did I call the guy? Bruce? <laughs> uh, John or something? Uh, thank you, Bruce, for giving me Mark's information. So Mark now is starting to get phone calls from the 400 people Mark has met in the last three or four months. And Mark should continue meeting 100 people per month and giving his business card to people and putting people's emails uh, in his database and sending these people newsletters every month, like clockwork. Never forget. Because as soon as Mark forgets to send the newsletter, people have now become accustomed to getting that newsletter every month. And then they and then they will say, I wonder what happened to Mark. I mean, this is how – I mean, psychologists have written papers um, on sales psychology and consumer behavior in which my company, 321BizDev LLC, has studied, and we wrote our, our sales system and business development uh, plan and training and how we work with small business owners from this uh, psychology of consumer behavior. So Mark now has someone to call. Now we're talking about the setting appointment part. So now someone calls Mark, and uh, Mark is now uh, talking to this person on, on the phone. And uh, so Mark is asking a series of questions. Now, this person may already be willing to work with Mark. Now, Mark may not know that, so Mark cannot be arrogant. Mark cannot be a pompous idiot talking to someone on the phone like his stuff doesn't stink. And I've seen small business owners do that. I've seen small business owners come into meetings and you know at the time to try to establish an appointment to talk person's uh, business needs or if they're looking at a product or service and I've seen small business owners be very arrogant at these appointments like I'm the big deal I have the certification I have the law degree I have the experience this is what I charge for my services and guess what that turns out to be a thumbs down the consumer will turn these people down 93% of the time. So I, why, why not 100? Well, that's because 7% of people will always buy regardless of how poor the person's uh, you know, salesmanship is. They will always buy. That's why you have stores like Best Buy. When people walk into a Best Buy or if they walk into… Uh, an iPhone store, an Apple store, there's no convincing them to buy. They already want to buy. The only thing the person has to do that works at the Apple store is not screw it up. And it's hard to screw up someone that wants to buy an iPhone. You know, my son works at Apple in the Bay Area. So it's hard to screw that up. <laughs> so, but for the attorney or any small business owner, when you're setting that appointment, uh, there are some questions you need to ask just to so solidify the fact or solidify what you think this person may want or solidify that this person will need your services.
and we go through that uh, process uh, at the, in the 321 sales system training. So we got five minutes left. If you got any question that you want to ask, the number is 515-605-9732. You ask the question, I'll give you 60 seconds uh, in the form of an answer. So setting appointments is really about initially, especially if you get the, a phone call. Uh, let's say someone calls Mark and says, hey, I'm, I'm Betty, and uh, I know Bruce. Bruce gave me your information. Now, Mark, the attorney, he has to do something I call form. And form is a – it stands for family, occupation, recreation, and message. And the first three are kind of self-explanatory. Self you know, how big is your family? You know, what does your family consist of? What do you do for a living? What do you do for fun? Now, this may not always apply to attorneys, but in our training, we kind of give a general – or you know, we give a specific uh, overview about how form works. So F O R. Those are pretty self-explanatory uh, questions like family, occupation, and recreation. The M. It's the M, the message part, that's important because in this setting appointment scenario or environment. Consumers are kind of uh, they're, they're, they're thinking about a lot of things, and some of the things they're thinking about is, and I hate to say it, but this is how it is, and it's been that this way, I would say at least here in California, and California is an interesting animal. Okay, I think people are, people already know that, but here in California, people they want your service in a sense. But at the same time, they know that they have to pay you, and they do want to pay you. So I'm not. So I'm not. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying they don't want to pay you, but there's this, 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 this uh, writing sentiment that people that have these these big degrees and these uh, these these specialty occupations are making too much money. So when you Tell someone, or someone thinks that your service may be five thousand or ten thousand dollars. Many times they don't understand or don't want to understand that five thousand to ten thousand dollars for your service, or fifteen thousand for your service. It's that money is chopped up in many different ways. It might be it may be four or five ways. Fifteen thousand dollars paid to an attorney is chopped up in terms of okay. One of the ways it's chopped up is the last time the attorney had a client was four months ago. Well, three, two, one, biz death can fix that. But for the attorney, getting fifteen thousand dollars perhaps means paying some bills that he hasn't paid in like thirty to sixty days. Maybe the mortgage is behind. Uh, another chunk of that fifteen thousand dollars is perhaps paying eight hundred dollars. For the student loan for going to school to study law, the four-year university and the law school bill. Okay, and then some of the other monies of the or chunks of the fifteen thousand may be, okay, when is the next time I will have a client? Again, three, two, one, biz dev can fix that, but the attorney is saying, well, let's see, I've, I've had one client. I'm getting a client every ninety days. And so I, I, you know, I need my living expenses, 
are typically maybe five, six, seven thousand dollars a month. And uh, so I'm getting a client every 60 to 90 days. And so this means I need to charge this amount of money because I'm not sure when I may get my next client. It may be April now, and the, the attorney has a client. It, it may be June before the, the, that attorney gets another client. So it would be different if attorneys had clients, two or three clients every month. Maybe the price would go down. Who knows? But that's the goal for the attorney. So setting that appointment has some things where small business owners need – they need to know how consumers are thinking. That's the short answer. And 321BizDev in our setting appointment uh, module, we explain these, these nuances that small business owners need to know about so that the small business owner does not lose that potential client at the appointment. With a, with a potential client walks away and says, ah, no, I'm not, I'm not working with Mark. I'm going to find someone else. And that happens all the time with small business owners because they don't use a system. And a lot of times they don't do it consciously. A lot of times they do it because they're not thinking how the consumer is thinking. So anyway, as we close the show today, my website is 321bizdev.com, and uh, you can reach me at rick at 321bizdev.com. Thanks a lot for listening, and have a great day.